it going? How's it going? I um, am good. 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 I'm busy packing yeah. and such, but you are probably in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. So I've just been, um, yeah, I've been mostly going through stuff and getting rid of stuff, which has been good. That's definitely good. I know that uh, I need to do a purge, but like I don't want right? to. <laughs> no, satisfying uh, though. It's good. Oh gosh, well, like, this is probably, like, everyone's feeling this. I, like, opened my dresser, and I was like, I have so much clothes, and I don't wear any of it. But I'm like, that's also because I never leave my house. So, like, I can't really justify something by saying I haven't worn it in a year, because I haven't worn a lot of things in a year. (laughs) Well, because you literally, yeah, like, you literally can't. So, it's that's the thing. I'm like, I don't really want to get rid of a lot, because I know, deep down in my heart, that one day... I will be able to go outside and wear clothes that aren't work clothes. <laughs> I <laughs> did. Um, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but hello everyone. This is small town big problems. <laughs> Yay! Hello. Uh, every time we start talking, and then I'm like, oh crap, we didn't introduce it again. <laughs> we hadn't done it for like uh, probably like. 25 episodes, but that's fine. I was gonna say, we've probably done it for like, I can count it on one hand, probably. So, whatever. This is Um, not a professional podcast. No, maybe, maybe one day we'll get there, but at this point, nah. (laughs) But, uh, this is what happens when you work 50 hours and I work also full time and we're both moving. Yeah, it's it's hard. Like, there's just so much, right? (laughs) Um, I guess we should tell everyone too. Caitlin and I, after we announced we were going to do Bruderheim, realized mm-hmm. this is our thirtieth episode. Yeah, um, yeah. We have a little surprise for everyone today, but we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be Bruderheim because uh, that'll be thirty next week. Episode. Yeah, not next week. We're two weeks from now. We're bad at uh, remembering what we're doing this this is what happened i posted the episode after like you had done the editing so i could listen and then i was like wait a minute that's 29 that means the next one is 30 and i know caitlin wanted to do something special for a 30th i should bring it up now before i forget (laughs) yeah i didn't even think about it i was just like yeah i just didn't even cross my mind until it was kind of too late so well it's not it's not if you didn't number them i would have no idea what episode we were on so Oh, it's a game. I have to number them. I have to, or I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's exciting. Um, thirty episodes. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped about it. I think we're doing a, a good job. I think so. Of course, we're doing our best. Episodes for our Whatever. thirty listeners. Literally, that is accurate. Unfortunately, but you know what? There's so many podcasts out there. Like, we got a lot to compete with. Unfortunately. There's so many. Um, do you have any new ones you've been listening to? Um, oh boy, let me look. I asked because I, I just started listening to a new one and I have to tell you about it. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm listening to the last podcast as usual. I'm listening to, um, oh, Someplace Underneath. It's really good. It's okay. Missing women i have a friend that told me i should listen to it and i can't find it and i don't know why i'm struggling so hard to find it 
some reason, um, it's hard to look it up in Spotify. Like, it doesn't come up very easily. I found it because because it's under the same network, so they put a sample episode in the last podcast stream, and then I just, like, found it through there, but. Oh, okay, that's a good, good to know, because a yeah. friend that recommended it to me, so I had told her that you had been really on me to listen to the last podcast on the left, and that I am a butt, and I've listened to, like, some here and there, but, like, I just felt overwhelmed by all their episodes, and I it, didn't know where to start. So she was like, these are really great. Like you should check out these ones. So I have to. I downloaded them, but I haven't listened to them yet. And uh, <laughs> and she was telling me about this other one. So that's two people that have told me about this one, and I've been trying to find it, but I will eventually. It's good. Um, the first episode's like about Scientology, which is always a blast. So oh my god, Scientology fun. is wild. Um, okay, good to know. Well, I will check that out after on the last podcast left. And then uh, what I've been listening to is Dark Air by Terry Carnation. Dark Air. Mm, I've never heard of it. Okay, so it's it's a new podcast. I actually found it because of And That's Why We Drink. So they interviewed Terry Carnation, who is actually Rain Wilson, which is the guy who plays Dwight on The Office. I was going to say, I was like, this is Dwight. Like, what's he doing? Oh my god, it is so funny. So he he's like, um okay, so I don't know how to describe it. Like it's a it's a different podcast than the ones that like we normally listen to. Like it's yeah. kind of taking in like uh it's more of like I guess like a TV show that you're listening to. Yeah. Rather than, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Whereas I know you and I usually listen to like ones that are more so like factual or they're telling stories. Um so he is like a paranormal um what's the word investigator okay but he also has a radio show and he had a radio show and he ended up going off air and dark air is him coming back to his dark air radio show and it's like it's super weird it's but i'm loving it it's so funny and it's just like very like rain wilson i don't know how else to describe it it's been really funny and i've really enjoyed it it's been like a nice change too from like the normal yeah. like telling a story i guess like yeah yeah yeah. no that makes sense um when i first started listening to podcasts i listened to um only podcasts that were like fictional stories oh so, yeah so like i'm sure i'll i'd love it because that's what i used to listen to all the time oh you'll um, probably love it are you to check it out let me know what you think yeah. about it Yes, I will. I will add it to the list because I always need things to listen to because I listen to podcasts all the time. I need to listen um, to them more. I'm bad for like I just only listen to them when I drive really, and I don't drive nearly as much as I used to. So there's so oh, many that I need to play catch up on, and I'm like, ah. no, I yeah, I listen to when I drive. I listen to them literally when I'm doing anything like cleaning and cooking and peeing and <laughs> that's what i need to start doing it's like all the time which is like it's not bad i don't think like i get stuff done i just it's just nice to have something on well, the ground. i do tv for that usually but so yeah. often i'm not watching yeah. when i'm playing i just have it on yeah. and i do my thing whatever right so yeah. it makes so much more sense for me to just start listening to podcasts while i'm doing stuff yeah no it's sometimes easier than watching tv because you don't have to like 
physically watch it with your eyes. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. and you know me, I craft all the time. Oh, like, yeah. Well, why? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, but I always like, yeah, it depends on my mood. You sometimes it's music or, I don't know, depends on the day. Yeah, so, that's fair. Oh my gosh. I'll be in the mood, right? Yeah, it depends on the mood. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've been, I usually just listen to the same. I listen to one called Vanished Podcast, just about missing people, which is always fun. And, oh, uh, that one sounds good. Uplifting. Really, I'm trying to think. Oh, this was a TV show. I was going to say, I found this one that I really liked, but it was a TV show, so that doesn't count. Um, oh. I just always listen to true crime, so it's nice finding, like, some yeah. I guess, different ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I'm all murdered out. I can't do this anymore. Oh, I know. I know. Some days I'm like, this is too scary right now. I'm alone. Right? Like, one time, I was like, Jeremy, I keep having nightmares. And he was like, oh, no shit, Caitlin. <laughs> No shit, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. It's too interesting not to. Oh my god, I just, I love it. Speaking of murder. Speaking of murder. Yeah, let's talk about what we're going to talk about. So, this week, Caitlin is going to tell you about a pretty eerie murder that happened many a moon ago. But... Before she does that, I'll introduce the small town that had this very big problem. Um, so, <laughs> this town is called Erskine. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I've never heard of it until now, so I was like, I don't... I didn't even Google how to pronounce it. Why don't I do- <laughs> think that I'd do this ahead of time? Let's do it. right. I don't know, man. Right. I mean, sometimes I'm just like, I just, I get very confident. I'm like, that's gotta be it. And then later on, I'm like, I'm a fool. That's okay. It's not like it's a small town you hear about a lot. So. Well, do you. Whatever. I don't care. I Googled it. Let's, let's hear. Okay. Why is it so quiet? Oh, I think I said it right. Okay. Yeah, I trust you. My YouTube. Here we the go. The following pronunciation <laughs> is brought to you by pronouncenames.com. <laughs> oh, awesome. Erskine. Erskine? Ew. Ew. I don't like that. What? How did Erskine? you? You pronounce it Erskine? Yeah. I don't like Erskine. Erskine? Um, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Erskine, you okay? Well, we're going to Erskine, which is a hamlet <laughs> in Alberta. What air? Like, what part of Alberta is it in? I didn't even look up anything. Well, this is good because this is shockingly not a lot of fun facts. So, oh. um, it is in Alberta, and it is actually within the county of Stetler. It's actually very close to Stetler. Oh yes, because you. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it is approximately 12 kilometers west of Stetler. Cool. Okay. It is a... um, So, it was a village, but it actually dissolved from village status in May of 1946. So, it's been pretty small for a pretty long time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay. It was established in 1905, and it was named after British jurist Thomas Erskine, 
Mr. Baron Erskine. Mm, okay. Yeah, so he was a British lawyer and a politician, and he actually served as Lord High Chancellor of Great Britain between 1806 and 1807 in the Ministry of All the Talents. Um, but the Ministry of All the Talents sounds like something made up, and it kind of made me laugh. So the Ministry of All the Talents, that's where we left off, I think. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> what else is new? Um, but yeah, so it's named after that man, Thomas Erskine. Um, still not a fan of that name. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, Octavia has joined us. Hello, Octavia. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Um, do you want to guess the population of this hamlet, Caitlin? Oh, my God, do I? Okay. Octavia, what do you think? Please don't chew on my laptop. Don't. Um, I'm going to guess 500. Less. <laughs> oh. 357. Less. <laughs> oh, my God. 242. You're close. 282. <sighs> Oh my god, it's so tiny! Right? So it's just a little guy. So when I was trying to find some fun facts, that was everything I've read to you so far is actually from their Wikipedia page. Everything Wikipedia had, very minimal. Not a lot. So then I was like, they're okay. asking more about this town, right? And I found this really cool mm -hmm. website. It was called roadsidethoughts.com And I was like, I'm going to okay. check this okay. out for other towns. So... It had, like, a bunch of, like, um, like facts that, like, I don't know. Like, it, the way it was laid out was cool. They actually had, like, a trivia page, but the trivia page wasn't that exciting. So I didn't include any of the trivia. So I'm sorry about that. Um, oh, whatever. That's fine. But, so, Erskine lies in the mountain time zone and observes daylight savings. And I was like, yeah, I got that. Oh, yeah. Obviously, like, what kind of fact is that? Right. Okay. Um, it's the Canadian postal code for Erskine is T O C. Also exciting. Um, oh, this wow. is a <laughs> There are okay. they okay. have communities that are also named Erskine elsewhere. So they this is a direct quote from their website. Using our gazetteer, we have found that there are six communities that are also named Erskine. They are located in Indiana, Minnesota, mm -hmm. New Jersey, oh. Oregon, South Dakota, and West Virginia. Oh, wow. Okay. That was kind of cool. Um, so, right? Now, for, for, I guess, context, since I was just telling you how this town, or sorry, Hamlet, has like 300 people, not even, there, these are the 10 communities that are pretty close. Okay. Stetler, which I already told you mm -hmm. about, Alex, yeah, yeah. Bashaw, okay. mm -hmm. Melbourne. Yeah, okay. And then these are six that I've never heard of, and I probably should have investigated them. <laughs> Um, Mir, Bosa, what the fuck? White Sands, oh. Roshan Sands, 
Luzana, and Red Willow, which those six I've never heard of. I'm, yeah. No, but, weird. I've never heard of those. Great. Uh, so those are some little communities down there. And then I was like, there maybe is some reviews of this town. So I found some reviews of Erskine. Steve recommends Erskine, Alberta. He says, Great. <laughs> I've lived in Erskine now for almost five years and I love it. My neighbors are so awesome and everyone is so friendly. And I was like, great. That's like a nice little fun fact. Um, and then my final fun fact, Caitlin. Erskine was home to one of the worst mass slayings in Alberta when social credit Stetler representative John Clark murdered seven people before committing suicide on June 3rd, oh my 1956. God. Oh my God. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Truly. Um, and I have some other content to lighten the mood after you tell us about a murder, but yeah. I think we should lighten the mood after we talk about murder. So why don't you tell me about this horrible yeah. mess? I, when we were looking for stuff to talk about for this 30th episode, um, I had never heard about this murder before. Me either. Which is shocking. Yeah, I know, right? Because I... I lived near, I mean, I, I lived pretty close to Stetler for a long time, I guess. Yeah, you'd think you would have you heard about it. you live close to Stetler? Well, like, Camrose is kind of, like, kind of close. Oh, I guess. I'm like, Camrose, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I I mean, I've always heard of Stetler, like, growing up. I mean, I've yeah. never heard of Erskine until now. But, oh. I mean, especially with both of us being kind of, like, true crime into that kind of stuff and this is something yeah. that you both have a bit of a fascination with and i was just really shocked i'd never heard of something that was so close to home you know i know and like so yeah like we said it's so um it's not it wasn't that long ago and it's so awful so you think they i don't know I think they would have not taught it in schools. Why did I almost say that? That'd be stupid. <laughs> They're like, you're in grade four. You need to learn about this, not dinosaurs. <laughs> not time. They're already taking out dinosaurs, so why not? In what? Are they actually? Um, yeah, they're they're taking out dinosaurs. How dare they? That was the time of my life. I know. That we nuke. met. Before. We did. We did, well, and I, now that we I will never forget. We became friends in grade four. We did. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we, we met technically in kindergarten, but, you know, yeah. I don't remember that at all. No, me either. I remember, like, two. No, I remember you in kindergarten um, when uh, um, I think we sat across from each other, and was it you who puked? Was someone puked? I remember someone puking. No, it wasn't me, but I remember this because I freaked out when they puked. Yeah, and then Colin tried to cut mm. his skin off with a yeah. scissors. And then I on. ran into the kitchen and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, kindergarten. So fun. Um, yeah, so <laughs> anyways, we're not going to talk about the curriculum because it makes me angry and it's not important right now. So we're going to go back in time to... I had to literally start a new podcast note document because my other one was a hundred pages long. So oh my 
gosh, Caitlin, I literally type mine out and I never save them. <laughs> I have saved all of them. It's a nightmare. So <laughs> I've started a new oh, one. Sure. Here we go. Um, I don't know why I saved them all. Um, so we're, I got all my notes from Murderpedia and Wikipedia. Ooh, okay. I know, I know. John Edder Clark. And he is from Stetler. He was born mm-hmm. in Stetler on March 29th, 1915. Man. And he a... died. Yeah, I know. Long time a long ago. time ago. I know. And he died June 3rd, 1956. Uh-huh. Not much I knew. So he was... Yeah, so he was only 41 when he died. Man. I know. Uh, he was a You're part-time alive. school... What? When I was huh? reading this, I I just thought he was older. But, like, the math adds yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. No, well, if you look at the picture of him, it looks like everyone with a black and white photo looks old, so... Elderly, yep. Accurate. Yeah, so he was a part-time school teacher and a farmer. Wow. Ooh. The one of, like, he three jobs you could have back in the day. Yeah, I was going to say. Teacher, school, yeah, farmer, nurse, that's it. Yeah. And he had 1,000 acres of farmland. It was, like, the Holy farm was founded by his father. I know. Is that crazy? So much land. Yep. He married Margaret Dinwoody. Dinwoody! That is so cute. I know. Uh, In 1947, and they had four children. I think I have their names somewhere. I should have got their names. Oh my god, hold on. I'm going to look up their names. Because um, they are victims in this horrible crime. And they deserve heard. Uh, right? As I talk about his life more than anything, even though he's awful, apparently. Yeah. Children's names. Uh, I'm so sorry. Okay. So, Jenea, which is a nice name. That is nice. Ross and, yeah, I know. Uh, Ross, Anne, and Linda. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, set in the scene. We're in... <laughs> fucking Great Depression, probably in Canada in the in the prairies. How fun! Yeah, great time. Um, I see. Yeah, I so I know he was born in Stetler, but I wanted to cover Erskine because that's where the murders happened instead. Yes. Have we done Stetler? No, that's too big of a town. Yes, we have. We did. Okay. Okay. I can. Yeah. Um. So he ran for a seat in the Alberta legislature representing the Stetler District in the 1952 Alberta general election as a social credit candidate. The four-way race was hotly contested and Clark won on the second vote count to hold the district for his party. He ran for a second term in the 1955 Alberta general election and he won a sizable majority to defeat two other candidates and hold his seat. Information on this event not not the elections but like the murder which is surprising because it is so horrible so i'm gonna start talking about that i will say like when you told me about this like it was something that i had never heard of and 
it was something where like I, I quickly read over because you would you would obviously sent me what it was because yeah. we were trying to figure out what we should talk about. I read over that and like I, I was like, I don't want to look more into this because I don't know like if you and I like how we were gonna break it up. But I was like, yeah. man, this yeah. is really like they're really getting to the point here. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's quick, but that's okay. And Octavia is here on my lap and she's gonna help me. She's gonna support me right now. Right, Octavia? Here we go. No support for us all, because we're going to need it. I know, right? I know, right? So, on June 3rd, 1956, Pete Parrott, a neighbor residing on a farm leased from Clark next to his farm in Erskine, Erskine, whatever, had stopped, <laughs> I don't know, it's a stupid thing. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to say skin. Um, he had stopped over for a social visit. Where poor parrot, he happened days. to. What? He said, not allowed these days. Oh my god. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> um, so, poor parrot, he happened upon a grisly mass murder scene, finding oh no. seven. Yeah, finding seven people who were shot at least once through, their he- through the head, with one victim being shot multiple times. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, six of the victims were already deceased, with a seventh barely clinging to life when Parrot arrived. Um, the seventh victim was taken to a local hospital but died shortly after. The victims had been shot with a twenty-two uh gun. Wow. No, shot with twenty-two caliber bullets. There we go. But <laughs> Ooh, I don't know anything about this. Um so obviously the RCMP descended on the scene with 14 special field agents. Clark was not among the dead, and he had fled the scene. Man. Yeah, I know, right? So a mass search began to locate his whereabouts. The dead included his wife, Margaret, um, his wife, Margaret Clark, his son, his three daughters, and a hired farmhand and a visitor to the farm. Bad day for him. My question is, Mm-hmm. Do we think that Pete just had good timing? Like, if he got there earlier, he probably would have gotten shot, too. Oh, yeah. No, he probably would have. Oh, my so God. That is wild. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'll go into later possible reasons as to why this happened, because there um, isn't a lot of, like, uh, explanation into the motive. Right. So, yeah. Um, so the murder weapon, like I said, was a 22 caliber rifle that Clark had borrowed from his uncle. I bet his uncle felt pretty bad. Um, he was supposed <laughs> to have traveled. Yeah. He was supposed to have traveled to Saskatchewan on June 1st to help manage the social credit campaign in the 1956 Saskatchewan general election, but failed to show without any explanation. Hmm. Really weird. Where is yeah. a good old run? Where is he? So... Uh, police found the body of Clark lying just on the edge of a dugout approximately 600 yards from the farmhouse where the murders took place. He had a single self-inflicted bullet hole through the head and was found with the murder weapon lying at his feet. Oof. Yeah. So he was found in his nighty as he had been preparing to go to bed. So this was in the evening that it happened then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the search was conducted by 32 RCMP officers who traveled the range on horseback with a team of tracking dogs. And then there was a separate aerial search was conducted by a team of three Mounties. And then it says on a Royal Canadian Air Force otter. What? I'm 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 gonna say that's like a helicopter. Maybe I have no idea. Because it said aerial search, and I'm I'm assuming it's not a real otter. <laughs> oh, question. I might have missed this or it might have gone over my head. So they found him. Why did mm-hmm. they do aerial search? Is that how they found him? Yeah, I was about to say, the Mounties spotted the body of Clark from the air a few hours after the search. Oh, okay. So, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Um, But he was only 600 meters away? Yeah. Yeah, right? You think you could find that on foot? That's what I was going to say. I'm kind of shocked that, like, I guess, like, you know, like, maybe just in where he was, it was hard to see or something. But that seems strange that they'd need to do an aerial search for that. There's probably a lot of trees, and I bet they thought he was, like, still alive, so they probably thought he was just going to be running far, far away. That is very true. They just did that, like, to avoid more issues. Yeah, yeah, just to get him as fast as they could, so. Yeah, Yeah, that is insane, I believe that. So, apparently, Clark had been suffering from frequent nervous breakdowns in recent years, and he was hospitalized for a month and a half in 1954 for one breakdown. He had also oh, had wow. one during this. Yeah, so we also had one during the spring session of the legislature in 1956, and at the time of the mass murder, it was considered the worst such event in Alberta's history. Yeah, yeah. So um, I should send you a picture. They have a picture of the farmhouse, and okay. it's so creepy. Yeah, you should, and then I can post it to our Instagram. Yeah, it looks like a really nice house. It's just, like, black and white, and it looks so spooky. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for what happened. That is nuts. Uh, I know. So, I had, I, before, I had listened to... Oh, what? Well, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say the... So, obviously, this man's mental health could have been a, a factor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna, because I'd listened to, um, mostly, like, last podcast on the left, they talk about, um, something called, like, Family Annihilators. Um, Yes. And it's kind of this, I guess, umbrella term of when, um, some, someone of a part of a family just kills the whole family and then usually themselves, and then I just kind of looked up different reasons as to why that might be. Okay. Uh, I think it's called familicide. So they're relatively rare, but they are the most common form of mass killings, apparently. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense, Um, but I never thought about it. So a lot of these studies are like from the States or like different countries, but I'm sure it kind of like still applies. Well, I mean, human nature is human nature, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's, like, a ton of reasons why. So a lot of it, or some of it could be marital separation, followed by custody and, like, access disputes. Okay. 
So like, yeah, so things like marital, marital discord, unhappiness, domestic violence, sexual abuse, threats of harm, all that kind of stuff. What else we got? So you, and then they studied more into like, because men are usually the ones who do this. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of studied like different um, examples of, oh my gosh. They study different examples of family annihilators. So they usually do so because they believe their spouse performed a wrongdoing and that the spouse needs to be punished, or they feel like the family members caused a disappointment, or they feel like their disappointment, like their financial failings ruined, like the point of having a family. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So there's like uh, a ton of reasons. And yeah, usually they're suicidal first, and then, like, all this other stuff, and then they just decide to bring the whole family down with them, and it's really sad. But I was going to say, I, obviously, like, listening to True Crime, I've heard of other stories similar to yeah. this one, and not, like, everything you're saying. Like, I've heard, I feel like, every motive in each one I've heard, so. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but obviously mental health seems to be a big part of it, and... Yeah. There was, I couldn't find anything else as to why he might have done it, but one of those reasons could be also a reason. Wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's, I'd be interested to see, like, what had caused his nervous breakdowns previously. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, was it work-related? Was it home-related? Like, it was makes it you wonder if this was... Yeah. yeah, like, was this the next one that had occurred and it was just the kind of final straw for him, or? Yeah, yeah. And, well... Yeah, it, I mean, it might have been. But it's very sad, and... Mm -hmm. poor, poor family, and the the farm hand and the visitor, my heart goes out to them and their their relatives. Yeah. And right? also... Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, well, and also, like, that man, like, it makes you wonder, like, if he had help for his mental health, like, would that have changed things? And with it being Probably, at that time, yeah. obviously, mental mental health wasn't really where it is today, right? No. <laughs> oh, no. Man, that's crazy. And to think oh, it yeah, happened like, in some I, town. Oh, I know, right? And, like, back then, like, mental health help was just not really a thing. It was like, oh, just lock him up and shock him a few times or something. <laughs> I'm not so expert. in this padded room, because you're insane. And then we'll no, let you out. Well, we did that! <laughs> yeah, so, and wow. We won't get started. <laughs> no, well, thankfully, mental health help is getting way better. That's yes. Good. Thank goodness is uh -huh. right. Uh well so that, that is that that's all we got on the murder. Um Yeah. I'll try to, I'll try to cheer us all up after after that. Because Perfect. uh Yay. well when I was doing my research, I kind of just ended up going into a bit of a wormhole of Google reviews. Um which was good because I found some really funny ones. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, so when I was looking at my Facebook reviews of the town, I, I did read you Steve's which was uh, the one of him loving his neighbors and all that, which I thought was a nice way to introduce the town. But I also found this review of the town, and I didn't read it before mm -hmm. because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, okay, 
recommends Erskine. One of the best restaurants in Alberta. They bake their bread from scratch every day and only use the finest ingredients. <laughs> so I was like, that can't be Erskine a review. Does? Yeah. I was no. like, that can't be a review of the town. That must be no. of a restaurant. So I started trying to figure out no. if they had a restaurant. They have to have at least one. So I did find it. And it is called the Erskine Grill. Okay. And I included a couple of the reviews because the response from owner was sassy a few times and it made me laugh. Um, so Candace gives the Erskine Grill five out of five and says, food was great. Small little town of Erskine, Alberta. And then the response from owner is, thanks. The grill serves as a meeting place for the locals and is part of its history. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right? But then I was like, part of its history? Like, what do you mean? Like, has this just been around forever? So I tried to get Maybe. some more info. And this is what I found from their About Us section on their website. The Erskine Grill morphed over the years from a small general store for the village of Erskine to a restaurant and convenience store to better serve its expanding customer base. At one point, mm -hmm. it even had a small gas station. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Today, we serve a full breakfast menu all day. Hamburgers and fries, as well as a variety of soups, meals, and sandwiches, hot or cold, to satisfy most tastes. We ensure the best and freshest quality. We bake our own breads and buns in store from scratch. We make our own hamburgers and insist on only the freshest vegetables for our customers. The convenience store is limited in size, but has a good stock of essentials. I'm going to read you what they think essentials are. Okay, okay. Good stock of essentials, such as pop, milk, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bread, chocolate bars, mm -hmm. cigarettes, <laughs> nice and other needs for the residents of Erskine campers, hunters, and travelers so I think this is like the only thing in the town um what I could tell <laughs> um, just a gas station bakery restaurant it doesn't even have a gas station anymore because it says at one point oh. it even had a gas station oh. and I'm like why are you bragging about this so I don't know what part of its history that they were talking about before, but they sound like a neat little restaurant, nice little kind of like pit stop for for people. And then I found this review and I had to read it for you, Caitlin, because it was right up your alley. And like I said, I was going through this wormhole and I was like, I'll find some other stuff to tell Caitlin about this little town because murder is sad and we don't want to mm -hmm. just think about it. So, no. um, this one is a 5 out of 5 from Mike. Mike says, Awesome food. Just create some combo deals and more reasonable prices. See your potential. Be careful how you treat customers. I see that really hurt your ratings. If it weren't for that, this would be in the high fours. But I'll help you this time. If I were running the joint, I know I would create a combo menu. People will buy more if they can get a good deal. I would place all your sandwiches under one column and offer a choice of side with premium sides for an additional cost. This will add value and sales would fly. There's more. <laughs> mm. Burgers and sandwiches should always come with fries. 
Okay. Don't get me wrong, guys. I know you have amazing food. So many choices of grilled sandwiches, burgers, breakfast items, sides, and more. Why not make a menu to look at sitting down? This has become a fast food or even a bistro cafe. You would sell more sides if you included them with your entrees for a condensed cost. A bit of marketing can go a long way, especially when your corner stop just 10 kilometers past the busy Highway 11 and 12 where working men are coming from. The turkey bacon, no, sorry, the turkey ham bacon melt was to die for. I would come for breakfast if it were open before seven. After all these years, this place could be a full restaurant. It would make a killing. Some signage on the Highway 12 would help. See your true potential. End of review. God, why is he like running yourself then? One, run it yourself. Two, can you shut up about fries? I'm sure they've heard of a combo <laughs> meal before. Like, I'm sure you could get fries. Chill out. Right? The response from owner, thank you for your comments. Like, why did you invest so much time into this? Right? I was just like, oh my god. Um, Now I have a couple, I've Sorry, uh, two more reviews from the the diner or the the grill. One out of five, and I didn't change the name on this, and I need you to know that just because it makes it funnier. Um, yeah. One out of five from Dick. A great place to eat <laughs> if you like mediocre food and getting COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> the owner says, nice dick. Obviously, you've never eaten here. <laughs> it just makes it sound like they were actually (laughs) and it made me laugh hard because they were kind of being one Um, nice dick nice um also gave it a one out of five obvious obvious why only one star then the owner says why is it obvious you don't like fresh Sorry, sorry, sorry. Why is it obvious? You don't like fresh break. Fuck. I keep fucking this up. <laughs> Why is it obvious? You can do it. You can do it. You don't like fresh baked bread and buns or a tasty and fresh burger? Maybe chain store and factory food is your thing. Oh, sassy. Um... Now, I found in my searches, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. local guide on google and the local guide is erskine mike and he had like 14 reviews i don't have all of them for you but i i picked a few of my favorites because he okay. gave several for stetler and i was crying laughing and <laughs> sent them to you just because i was like this is your yes, sneak you your sneak peek for my lightening the mood content so Skin Mike gives, he only gives five out of five, so I appreciate that because once you hear these reviews, you'll be like, you dink, like, who is this person? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he gives the Erskine Hutterite colony a five out of five. So, okay, yeah. They've also determined that they have a Hutterite colony. And... <laughs> yeah, which is 
random because it's such a small town. You think it wouldn't. Right? Well, and like, I just think that like it's also very like rural Alberta, so it does fit right in. Yeah. Oh yeah. A Hutterite colony, five out of five. He says, Weird to be writing a review of a Hutterite colony on the internet. I wonder if they'll read it. My buddy they Randy won't. and I Pardon? They probably won't. <laughs> yeah, probably not, hey. So oh sorry. I wonder if they'll read it. My buddy Randy and I sometimes run down to the colony to check them out. We heard that sometimes they bring in dudes to help out with uh, increasing the population, but I guess that's just Ew. a rumor because they were not interested in our services. Ew. You right, Mike and Randy. Ew. Um. Anywho, they make some pretty sweet food, and Randy and I have enjoyed their pickles and pies for years. There's lots about this place I don't get, but they seem like nice folks and pretty much keep to themselves. Five stars. Caitlin, yeah, he mentions Randy in every review. Who is Randy? He just I feel like this person just made up this persona and Randy. <laughs> So he doesn't feel as creepy about talking about, like, assaulting the Hutterite woman? I know. It's not just I his like, idea, it's um, Randy's idea. But you too. just want to help increase the population in with your services? I was like, ew, who is this person? No, thank you. I've definitely heard that rumor before that, like, they bring in outside folk. I'm pretty sure it's just a rumor. Okay. But, like, the fact that they were like, I'm going to write a review and throw that in there. <laughs> so weird. It's probably the only review of the Hutterite colony. Because <laughs> who reviews the Hutterite colony? That's what I mean! Weirdo. Okay, there's a couple more from him, because they did make me laugh so hard, and I was like, this will show some of the extra um, things that are in Erskine. Also, I've probably said Erskine and Erskine, like, back and forth, so sorry about that, everybody. Um, eh, whatever. Right? Okay. Um... Erskine Mike gives the Evangelical Free Church of Erskine 5 out of 5. He's rating the church as well now. Um, he says, They say that God couldn't create a rock so big that even he couldn't lift it. I don't know about that. I guess it's what you'd call a paradox. If he can do anything, can he do something that he couldn't do? Whoa, I think I need to sit down. Anywho, if you want to have a conversation with the big dude in the sky, I suppose this is as good of a place as, sorry, I suppose this is as good a place to do it as any. Five heavenly stars. Man on. <laughs> so now, weird. Uh, he's so strange. And like, there's more and they're weird. Uh, I have two more just to highlight a couple more businesses in the town. So he also reviewed the post office. Five out of five. This is a tiny mm -hmm. post office and easy to miss, but it's worth your time to check it out. I know mail has gone all electronic these days, but I still prefer getting my EI checks the old-fashioned way. <laughs> like, why? They have some pretty cool stamps these days, too. My buddy Randy really enjoyed their exotic birds series. <laughs> 
Did you know <laughs> that a kiwi isn't just a fruit? What a world. Five stars. Oh my god. Oh my uh, god. Okay. Okay, this is my final one. And this is five out of five for the Erskine Antiques and Collectibles. Dang. There's a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> the only thing Dang. I really collect are empty Pilsner cans. So there wasn't much in there for me, but it was still impressive. What oh my god. Fuck? Okay, it's so weird. There's more. My buddy Randy was enamored by a delicate porcelain wolverine they had. And he what? tried to <laughs> And he tried to dicker the dude down to a reasonable price. Words were exchanged, as is typical with Randy, on account of his bitterness about being paralyzed. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we left the store empty-handed, but that can't take away that this is a great store, and I bet there's something in there for just about everybody. Five stars. What the fuck? Who are these men? <laughs> the thing i'm just like one who took the time to make up this persona because this can't be a real person they've made up two fake personas and have just left a bunch of weird random reviews on the internet reviews everywhere and they're paralyzed apparently and they are <laughs> creepy he mentions randy and like everyone i don't know if they were like going for like a trailer park boys vibe but that's kind of what i got but randy isn't paralyzed no, 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 but I mean, like, just in the way he was talking. Oh, okay, like, okay, maybe. He's talking maybe. about how he only collects empty Pilsner cans, and how he needs to go get his EI checks the old-fashioned way, and, like, you know oh, what maybe. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, I feel like that's the vibe that this person has gone for, but, I mean, shout out to you. You found, you, you gave me some great entertainment when I was reading all these reviews, I guess, at the very least. What was his name? Uh, on Google, it was Erskine Mike. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Oh. That's what I had for you. I didn't find a lot of fun facts on the town, but I found a lot of fun reviews revolved around the town, and I wanted to lighten the mood. So I hope that was okay with everyone. Yeah, yeah that was great. That was really weird. Yeah, so definitely a turn from murder, but mm -hmm. this town seems like it has a lot of, well, one, history, and two, mm -hmm. uh, just a lot, a lot going on for this small little town. There's a lot of weird people, apparently. You know what, though? We're, I, I get it, where we're from, too. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there's weirdos all over Alberta. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, that's that's very, very true. But that's all we have for you this week. So I will post some photos of the town itself. Um, mm -hmm. Caitlin also mentioned the little farmhouse, so I'll make sure to post that. And also what John looked like. I'll see if I can find photos of his family. It would be nice to highlight the victims in the story, I think. So hopefully I can find some images 
and I will post those yep. to our Instagram. Our Instagram is small town big problems pod. And if you guys have any ideas or if you have heard of Erskine before or if we're pronouncing it wrong, you should email us and tell us about it. Um, mm -hmm. Our <laughs> email is also small town big problems pod at gmail.com. And that's that's it for our social medias. Sick. Nice. And since we yeah. our 30th episode bonanza, we shall be back with the regular content for Bruderheim in a couple weeks for y'all. Yes, we'll actually have it this time. So that'll be well, good. This, will, this will surprise people, and I think that either they'll love it or they'll hate it. So we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> either way, it's too late now. It is what it is. Yeah. But, oh, okay. There we go. Cool. Well, we'll talk to you oh. in, in the future, Caitlin, and I'll talk to all of our listeners in a couple mm -hmm. weeks. Sounds Bye. great. I'm going to eat some pizza. Bye.